Good morning, everyone. Welcome to chapel. As we begin our time of worship today, I want to talk to you just for a second about the significance of time and how folks throughout the ages have paid attention to that. It's always mattered, and particularly religious folks. They've, they've known that time makes a difference, that somehow we need to tend to it. The church has paid attention to it as well. Different times offer us different things. Certain hours of the day invite us into certain moods, don't they? Morning is just different than noonday. Different days prompt in us different dispositions. You feel differently on a Monday than you do Friday. Different weeks call forth from us different responses. You don't have to decide to feel differently the first day of the semester. You just do. First week is different than the last week. Holidays are that way. Different kinds of emotions are stirred in us on the 4th of July or Mother's Day. It's just the way time is. Life offers us this kind of rhythmic variety, and people have paid attention to that along the way. The church certainly has, and so as we have prayed from hour to hour and from day to day and week to week and season to season, our praying changes. The church has paid attention to that and offered something to us. So as we worship through the years, We've been invited into different kinds of seasons with different moods and different themes, different things to know, different gifts to receive at different times in the year. Today is Ash Wednesday. Maybe a lot of you knew that. It may be new to some of you, but today is Ash Wednesday, and it's the first day of the season that we call Lent. And like all seasons, particularly of the church year, it has something it wants to offer us. It has some place that it wants to take us. It's a day and a season really inviting us to be real, inviting us to be honest about who we are and how much we do need God. It's also a season where we're encouraged to walk a little more closely to Jesus as he moves towards his suffering and to wonder as he does that and as we watch him what it might mean for us, what we have to do with it that he is going to be on a cross. We do that often. Jesus invites us daily to pick up our cross and follow him. But during this season, we're very intent on paying attention to that and knowing what it means for us. I want you to know we'll be having an Ash Wednesday service today at Baylor at 1230, just next door in Miller Chapel. Some of you know what that's about, and, and you'd like to join us, and it'll be familiar to you. Some of you are curious and think, I... I need to be there. I hope you'll join us there. I also hope you'll join us here in this hour. Be present to what this day, this moment has to offer you. Let's pray. Lord, you walked intentionally towards what was going to be dark and difficult. Help us as we follow you. You emptied yourself of everything. You gave up everything. Help us to give up something. Help us to let go and surrender as you did. When it was difficult again and again, you daily turned to your Father. Help us to do that now in this moment. Amen.
you'll sing with us when I survey.
Isaiah 58, 1 through 12. Shout it aloud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the house of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways, as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions, and they seem eager to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say? Have you not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves, and have you not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast that I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is this what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fast that I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and to untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then your light will break forth like the dawn. Your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing the finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourself in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the need of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness. Your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your need in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundation. You will be called repairer of broken walls and restorer of streets with dwellings.
The season of Lent is a time of leaning into the mercy of God in owning up to our shortcomings and in confessing our inability to love, to forgive, to serve, to deny, and to pray. By doing this, we embrace our humanity. We embrace our limitedness. And in doing so, we express our deep need for God's helping hand, for God's saving grace, for God's sweet mercy. Join me now as we pray and as we trust on God's assistance. God of all, we are a wondering people. Settle us down. Show us your light so that we might shine like you into the world. Through this season of prayer, possess us so completely that you radiate through all that we do and all that we say. Hear us now as we pray. we are an incomplete people. Make us whole. From the dust of the earth we were made, help us now to remember that it is only by your grace that we have everlasting life. Hear us now as we pray. Finally, God of redemption, we are a captive people. Set us free. As we turn away from sin, as we turn away from selfishness and deceit, as we turn away from pride and arrogance, as we turn away from entitlement, and as we turn away from anger and hatred, 
Help us to turn to penance, to turn to people in service, to turn to you in humility, to turn to you in love. Hear us as we pray. Gospel according to Matthew. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the gospel of our Lord. 